Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. EOTM Radio. Entrepreneurs on the move. Shaping life for a better tomorrow. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. You know we broke your heart, so it's rolling down your face You know I'm coming over to make sure you're okay You don't have to wait, I'm a crazy day I'm a superman, you know a thing You're on my way, yeah, yeah You're on my way, yeah, yeah You don't have to wait, I'm a crazy day I'm a superman, you know a thing Girl, I'm on my way Good evening, welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. First, I want to wish you all a happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and thank you for uh, your support and joining us tonight. As always, we'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Now, tonight we welcome the Tankers from Bravo's hit reality show, Thicker Than Water. The entire family will uh, join us, and you definitely don't want to miss that. They're going to talk about their first season and uh, all that took place. I definitely look forward to talking to them. We want you to be part of the discussion, so call off your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. But first, Ms. Parker, how are you doing tonight? I'm okay. I um, went out and I took the morning off, went out and did some volunteer work, and I ran saw, an yeah. 5K. Um, but, you know, it was like 30 degrees out there, so I yeah. think that. I'm a little bit back under the weather from being out there oh, for four no. hours. But, um, wow. you know, I, I posted on Instagram how cold it was, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that they went through a whole lot more than, than you know, experiencing four hours of cold when they exactly, uh, fought yeah. for freedom, when Dr. King and, and others fought for freedom. So it was well worth it. I have a horrible yeah. headache and my nose is running, but I'm okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. But yeah, you just, you just uh, recovered from the cold. So hopefully I mean, the weather is 68 today. It's supposed to be 70, uh, 20, 37 tomorrow. So it's just yeah. it's just back and forth. And, um, and being out there for so long, I was out there for like, uh, eight until eleven, so you know I think that um you know the cold got to me because I was just getting over it, but it's okay. I had a I had a great experience. It was yeah probably three or four thousand people out there. Um, wow, wow. Informed, uh, 3D, uh, a group that's in Atlanta started last year. Um, mm-hmm. they were awesome. I think you saw them perform once with me. They performed yeah. at the. Um, they had another singer there entertaining the crowd. They had bands um, along the um, the the trail as we ran. So at different points, a, diff- a different band would play um, okay. to kind of keep the crowd encouraged and keep the the runners, you know, motivated. So it was it was an amazing experience. I actually saw one of our own coworker, Marcus Black. He was there with his son. Um, was he? Okay. It was a great experience. It was. It really, I'm sure it was. It sounded like a great one. Uh, and I saw your pictures you posted. You still looking nice and trim, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that. kind of you to say. <laughs> right, right. 
Yeah, I had posted uh, the I have a dream speech on my Facebook page because I think that, you know, some people do forget, you know, what what, what he fought for, uh, you know, equality, and for all people to get along together, you know what I mean? Not just for uh, black rights, but for civil rights from, you know, all, all races. So, you know, and we are seeing a lot of changes, obviously, and hopefully we'll just continue to, to live the dream that he that he saw. That he saw. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's important that we move forward. Not only it's not just a one day thing. I think it's important that we right. keep in mind that we, um, you know, Dr. King was King was about service to your community. Uh, um, if you can uh-huh. go out once a month, once every other month, do some volunteer work, serve people. That's what he was about. So definitely make Absolutely. sure you implement implement that value into your life, and um, and and, and definitely share it with the community. And tell them, Michelle, tell them, Ms. Parker, tell them about the uh, open hand where we, where we volunteer sometimes. I know that you put me on because I know they're always looking for volunteers on the weekend uh, primarily. Is that correct? Yeah, open hand is a, is a, is a charity uh, um, that provides food, packaged, pre, pre-cooked, um, healthy meals for senior citizens, people who are still sick and shut in, um, mm-hmm. people who have um, different dietary needs. To, in order for their illness to um, get better, they may, they may have to eat certain things that they can't afford to. Um, and it's usually people who are low income um, mm-hmm. that qualify for these programs. And so your doctor or your, your church community pastor may refer you to the program, the program evaluate your situation and then, you know, add you to their list. Um, okay, it's yeah. a program that is 20, it's 24 hours seven days a week operation, um, they, they mostly need drivers um, to deliver the food on weekends and holidays. And, and they're, I know during the holidays their needs are greater. Um, mm-hmm. So we usually, what we usually do is we drive around and we have, they give us a route and maybe 20 people and we'll drop off meals for that day and the next day if that's what they qualify for. So certain people qualify for meals every day, certain people qualify for meals every other day. So whatever mm-hmm. the situation is, you're provided with a route, but they also need people to package the food. Um, the food is made there. I think they have uh, the dietitians and chefs that make the food, so not necessarily be cooking anything, but packaging up the different meals that um, someone have. If someone is, you know, diabetic, they may they, their meals may be, you know, chicken breast and veggies. So you package that up into um, into their uh, a warm, you know, Tupperware type thing that they give you, and then you know the delivery drivers, volunteers pick that up. So it's great as what I know today, another program called um, Hands, I, I can't remember the name, and I, we'll post it. They do, um, they had a day of service where people sign up and they did different charity events all over, the, all over the, the state of Georgia, including picking up trash. I know that they're mm-hmm. trying to revamp the MLK um, uh, Road, MLK, MLK Avenue, um, in Georgia, not just Georgia, I read a story that it's supposed to be a, a nationwide thing that um, because all the MLKs are located in very poor neighborhoods yeah, and very black yeah. neighborhoods. So I guess that, that the, you know, the mayor of Atlanta has pledged to try to clean up the MLK uh, in Georgia, Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, and, and try to make it a better street and, and make that area a safer area for people who live there. So... I'm excited about what's going on, but you can always look up different things that's going on in your community. It doesn't necessarily have to be large, large, um, large uh, charity. It could be something that you know your church does, or 
just that you can even put together and do it yourself. So there's always an opportunity to help someone. I agree. I agree. Well said. Well said. On that note, Chica and Adam, how y'all doing? Doing good. Hello, hello, hello. Happy MLK Day. <laughs> hello, guys. Thank you. Hey, Miss Parker. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Adam, uh, what, what did you see over the weekend? I saw Dallas Buyers Club, uh, which is a movie starring Matthew McConaughey and Jared Leto as kind of the main characters. And this movie, just kind of a preface, they've both already won SAG Awards for their roles in the movie, uh, just to give you a heads up. And it's a kind of, it's a biographical drama about uh, Ron Woodruff, this Texan in the 80s. He's kind of homophobic, he's kind of racist, uh, and he gets diagnosed with AIDS. And so uh, looking for an answer, looking for some medication, um, he tries something that just got approved in the United States. And, you know, during the 80s, this was kind of when the whole AIDS epidemic was coming on and there was a lot of, it was always in the news and in the media. So he couldn't find uh, an answer in the U.S., so he starts to smuggle um, unapproved, FDA unapproved drugs from Mexico and starts this whole buyer's club where these uh, other kind of patients can come in, pick up this um, unapproved medication and tells his story and how he goes along and kind of fights the system. Really good performance by Matthew McConaughey. He really knocked it out of the park. You, if you didn't know who he was and you watched the movie, you would have, it would have been a surprise because he just transformed himself into the role really well, as did Jared Leto, who plays a transgender person in the movie. And, mm-hmm. again, knocked out of the park. If you didn't know it was Jared Leto, then you would have never known it was him. So um, highly recommend it. You know, it's great. It's a great drama. It kind of gets you in, involved and it kind of makes you think about that time period. You know, I was definitely a baby, so I don't know anything about that time period. But, um, yeah, it, it was really good um, for your going out option. And then staying in, I kind of uh, harking back to the 80s, but I'm taking it a different route. I watched Oliver Stone's classic Wall Street again. And uh, for those who don't know, it's the uh, Charlie Sheen, Michael Douglas movie about uh, stockbrokers in the 80s and kind of the power struggle and uh, all their illicit dealings. And it's more, it's more, you know, more than that, but most people know the movie. If not, you should definitely watch it. Uh, it's a great kind of other end of the spectrum in the 80s of what was going on. So those were my reviews. And Adam, didn't you do, did you do some shooting over the weekend? Yeah, yeah, I was filming a little short video. Um, this guy's doing kind of a short film project to submit to things, and the role I was playing this weekend was a uh, car salesman, and what the premise <laughs> of the story is is this guy, his girl's giving him an ultimatum. It's him or the car, or it's her or the car. So, wow. you know, uh, yeah, and it's a tough decision because he really loves them both. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that's kind of selling him or buying the car from him, um, kind of breaking his heart with the price I'm giving him and all that stuff. So they oh, wow. said it should be done, actually. The guy's doing a really quick job. So probably by next week, hopefully, we'll have something out, and I'll let you know uh, hmm. when that comes Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can't wait. Can't wait. All yeah, right. I'm excited. Chica, what's going on with yes, you? Sir. I uh, saw the film Lone Survivor starring okay. uh, Mark Wahlberg, Ben Foster, and Emil Hurst. And Lone Survivor is the story about a naval SEAL uh, company 
that goes out on a special mission to scout for Taliban leaders. Mm-hmm. And they actually come across the hideout of a ranking high Taliban leader, and their mission becomes compromised. I don't want to talk about okay. the, the movie, but the mission becomes compromised, and they have to do dire things to survive. And, of course, the title gives the movie away because there's a lone survivor. But the stuff that happens in between is, is, is stuff of legend. This stuff happened pre-9-11. So we're talking 2005. Okay. Be- before, I guess, we really felt the severe threat of what terrorism could do in our own 1995? 2005. Okay. This is, this is okay. pre-9-11. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it, it's pretty intense. And then if you think about 9-11 and what happened, you know, subsequent, and you look at this movie, it, it for me at least, it hit a little differently. I felt okay. a little differently about, you know, our military and what they're over there doing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'll be honest, I, I'm one of the ones that say, you know, you know, all peace, no war. But sometimes you come across evil people and they need to be policed, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Now, yeah. I know they announced the um, the Oscar nom- nominees. Any surprise between you or Adam? I'm personally surprised that the butler was shut out. Yeah, completely. It, it, that was that was a heavy piece of art, but yeah, that's yeah. the thing that yeah. shocked me. Yeah, I agree. There was a lot of yeah. things, you know, the best picture categories up to ten that they've done doing for the past few years. So, I guess maybe there was just a lot more coming out, or it was a crowded field. But um, yeah, there was a couple of surprises, but. Um, also, a couple ones that were expected, uh, you know, 12 Years of Slave, American Hustle. Captain mm-hmm. Phillips is on the I haven't seen it. I've heard great things. Uh, but, Chica, I don't know if you saw it. Would you call it a Best Picture nominee, or you think that was uh, one they added? I, I, did, I did see it. I would give it more to Tom Hanks for his performance, not picture. Okay, yeah, and that's yeah. what I was thinking, too, because everyone said Tom Hanks, you know, did great, but... Um, yeah, very interesting choice in that one, uh, and a couple other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I was telling you all before we uh, went live that I saw Cloud Atlas today. That movie is weird. It's very good, but it's weird. Did you, did you, have you all seen that movie? Yeah, I've seen it. With Tom Hanks and Ty Berry and the whole... You said you did see a chicken? I did. Uh, my, okay. my question is, what did, what did you get from it when it was over? I got that we're all connected in some way, uh, uh-huh. and, it, and, it, and it does not matter if you are living, if you were alive during the same time period, but then we're all connected, and so and we all what we do impacts the future that's to come. What'd you yeah. get? I I got that there is reincarnation, and that our spirits the spirits that are connected to one another will always be connected to one another, no matter yeah. which time or transcend where it goes. Mm-hmm. It's always going to connect. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a, that was a weird movie. Very weird movie. Tom Hanks, Ty Berry, some other than there, uh, Susan Sarandon. I mean, they had a, they had a great cast. It was just 
crazy. Yeah, I actually, I think I reviewed that and I gave it a thumbs up just simply okay. because of how it was written. You know, yeah. just, just the way that, you know, it, it makes you think. It really does. It really does. You and you get caught up in the individual stories. Yeah. Because there's so much going on. There's so much going on. Out yes. I just wanted to shut the movie off because I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, guys? Um, I just want to say before we go, you know, we're on EOTM Radio and we're on Blog Talk Radio, but we are now also on Local Talent Connect. Absolutely, so, yes. Please. Top, top, uh, and, and it, this goes for any artist out there who's trying to network and grow and build and, you know, reach out to the world, basically. Log on to Local Talent Connect, www.localtalentconnect.com, and sign up. You'll, you'll be amazed up. at the resources of people that you come in contact with. Absolutely. Totally agree. Totally agree. All right, Chicken Head, have a great week. Thanks as always. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you, brother. All right. Aaron, 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 it is going down February 2nd. Seahawks versus the Broncos. Who's going win? Peyton. I already called it. Peyton Manning got it. You got it. Yeah. I want, yeah. And I want him to get it. Um, I'm, I'm sure that I'm going to hear some, some – Hate, you know, like yo, you know, the black quarterback, da 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 da. He needs to get his, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If he, if Russell Wilson and the Seahawks win, I'm just as happy. It doesn't matter either way. But me personally, I, I think Peyton Manning is the best quarterback in the league. I've said that for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. um, and I think his his team is the best team in in the league, and they should win the game. So, I heard Broncos, that. I heard that. I got the Broncos winning. Now, speaking of that um, Seahawks game yesterday, did y'all see the um, end of it? I saw the end. Did you see the um, the um, interview afterwards with um, Richard Sermon? No, I didn't see the interview. I watched, I, I watched the uh, the fourth quarter. Actually, I went to the store and the clerk asked me. And this is the funny thing. I was walking my dog, listening to the radio. And they uh-huh. said that uh, they're saying how Broncos, um, the Broncos are winning. And then I went to the okay. store and the guy asked me about the game. That's why I know Broncos are winning. <laughs> but anyway, okay. What about the interview? Oh, uh, so you didn't. It's this has been all over Twitter and Facebook, um, all over um, the news. Um, Richard Sherman, you know uh-huh. about how. The um the uh, post game interview he was kind of ranting out oh, on uh, Michael Michael Crabtree the the Robert Hill for the Forty Niners yeah uh-huh. okay yeah yeah okay my my take on that first of all I thought it was hilarious it was great TV I'm like this is what live television is all about I love it unedited uncensored unfiltered just raw raw emotion. Um, he was pissed. I'm just gonna say this. I'm sorry, yeah. Pastor. I'm sorry, Pastor. Um, from the show tonight. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Pastor Tanker. Yeah, yes, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to say that. Anyway, he was. Yeah. He, he was very angry. I loved that. I, I just loved that. 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 That battle mentality on the field. It was cool. Now other people felt yo he. He went too far. He was, you know, kind of got crazy, little, little nutsy, whatever. 
me personally, I thought it was it was it was just fine. So that's my take on that. Um, let's see what else. Serena lost. Serena lost. Wow. Wow. Upset. Yeah. Well, I mean, she. Yeah. She lost to Anna. I'm gonna mispronounce her last name. Ivanovic. I think that's right. Okay. Anna Ivanovic beat Serena Williams in the Australian Open. So. It's over for her for that. Next time that we'll probably see her on the next Grand Slam will be uh, the French Open. All right, let's see. Moving on. Dennis Rodman has officially checked into rehab. Wow. For his, for his alcoholism. Alcoholism? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. so Dennis, I wish you all the best. Hope they're able Absolutely. to you know, get you back together. Um, CC Sabathia. Pitcher, New York Yankees has officially signed with Jay Z Sports Agency, Rock Nation Sports. Mm. He is the latest of many well-known athletes to 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 have signed with um, Jay Z. And I would love to get an internship with Jay Z's Rock Nation Sports. So I'm just putting out there. I'm going to try to get that. Please, Jay Z, if, if anybody's listening, please. Brother's trying to go to law school next year. I would love to do an internship <laughs> with y'all. You know, let me know. Hit me up. All right. Uh, what else? All right. Um, shout, shout out to um, Jim Caldwell, who is the um, new head coach of the Detroit Lions. Congratulations, Jim. About time. Much deserved. Uh, Matt, let's see. Matthew Johnson and Alonzo Mourning have have um, teamed up with the White House for um, Obamacare. They're okay. they're actually doing um, doing public service announcements to um, try to get young people, older people, middle middle aged people, everyone to um, sign up for health care. So I thought that was really cool. And the the um, White House is also saying that they're they're um, working on um, getting even more athletes to to um join in to help. Okay. Yeah, good. That was, yeah, that was really cool. Um did you hear about the football player that um posted a picture of a weed on his Twitter page? No. Why yeah, would you do that? Football player. Yeah. <laughs> the brother's name Devon Best, wide receiver wow. for the uh, Cleveland Browns, yeah. He um wow. you know, he's you know he posted it. The uh, Browns say that, you know, they're going to investigate, see what's up with that. I'm just like, people, please stop posting incriminating stuff on y'all's pages, man. Stop it. Stop it. It's, yeah. it's not cool. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. This is silly. And what's so bad about this, this, this brother, is that dude is a millionaire. I mean, come on, dude. Not, right, yeah. not that it's yeah. not that it's if if you're not rich, that it's um it's not cool either way. But this man has so much to lose, so much more as far as money. Well, you know, to um lose. I just just it's it's just just not smart, just not smart. So um he has to deal with that. Good luck, bro. I think Cleveland might end up cutting you anyway because you really weren't good last season and um. Yeah, I think that 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 might be their um, reasoning on letting you go anyway, and not having to pay you that contract that you signed anyway. So too bad, so sad. Too bad, so wow. sad. Uh, the Hawks they 
they um beat the Heat tonight. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead, Hawks. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and what else is going on? Yeah, the NBA's honoring Martin Luther King Day and Black History Month with um, nice shirts that you can order at NBA.com. They're uh, really nice shirts, really, really, really cool. Um, one, you know, shout out, shout out to the NBA, Aaron, because, you know, I follow them on our Instagram, and they uh-huh. changed their profile picture to Martin Luther King's picture today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. the NBA has always been a huge supporter of Dr. King, of um, okay. Martin Luther King Day, of every, like, there all the mm-hmm. time, like, every year since since I can re- remember. They've always been big yeah, supporters. So, so, yeah, so wow. thank you, NBA. Thank you very much. And um, that's pretty much it, man. That's that's all I can really think about as far as the sports. So, Broncos, yes, Broncos got it. They got it. If if you want to question me about it, comment about it, um, yell yell at me about it on on online, whatever. You can follow me, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Aaron Cosby. And I'm out. And Janaris, I'm going off. And I can't wait to listen to the Tankers tonight. I know it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, I look forward to that too. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, all right, yes, well, sir. Have a good week, okay? You too, man. Janaris, all yours, baby girl. Thank you, Avon. How's it going, Miss Ferguson? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Ferguson, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. What did you guys do today? We're MLK. Today was I great. Was. I took the morning off, but we, we were on as far as work is concerned. Were you off? I meant to say hi to Aaron. I did, but I think I was on mute. So, hey, Aaron. Hey, Miss Parsons. Let me ask you a question. Ladies, let me ask you a question because uh, before Janelle, you go into your, to your uh, Bunch of segment. So the question of the day, uh, it was if you went out to eat, if you went out to eat uh, you know, with a friend or whatever, and you saw your best friend's significant other, out with someone else, which, what would you do? Go talk to him. Go up there and talk. I would go talk to him because I need to see, I need to see if uh, you know if he's getting nervous, and, you know if if this because it could just be a platonic outing, you know you never know and, and, and things like that happen all the time. But right, I would just yeah. walk up and go see, and I would wait to be introduced. Okay. And I would I would I would ascertain from his reaction whether or not this is something that is innocent or not so innocent. Okay, okay. Miss Parker, what would you do? I think I wouldn't make any assumption. I'll say hi and, and probably just mention it while we're all together. Hey, you mm-hmm. know, it's good to see you the other day. Like you never say so you never know what the situation is. Could be a working relationship, it could Co-worker, be a worker, yeah a worker, a friend, or someone, so I wouldn't make any assumptions on whether or not, you know, something was going on. Okay. Well, we definitely look forward to the listeners. Uh, tell us what you would do if you, if you, what would you do if you went out to eat and you saw your best friend's significant other out with someone else? Tell us on our Facebook page to see the nice show. All right, Ms. Ferguson, is all yours. All right. Well, I have a couple of things for you guys. Um, and I also want to tell you that what's not listed um, is that Victoria's Secret is still having their state annual sale. And, of course, the sun's running out, so you may want to check it out if you can. Uh, Personal Creations is having a special one-day sale. Um, and actually, I think it's in honor of Valentine's Day. They're giving 30% off of all orders over $49. 
So um, you may want to hurry up and shop. And I, I told you guys about personal creations a long time ago. That is basically just a site where you can personalize any item and uh, give it as a gift. It can be a sweater. It can be a robe. It can be um, a cup, a, you know, a photo album, anything. Um, and and it's, it makes it for a really, really, really great gift. I gave uh, one of my closest friends um, a monogrammed robe for one year. So she really, really liked that. I mean, well, it's not very expensive either, but, you know, they're knocking $30 off all orders over $49. I mean, 30% off of all orders over $49. So that may be something that you guys want to check out. Um, Old Navy is having um, an in-store sale and an online sale. Um, if you're shopping in-store, you can save more because you can get up to 80% off of your purchase. And this is off of clearance items. And if you're shopping online, you can get up to 30% off of your purchase. So, of course, it would be beneficial for you guys to shop um, in the stores versus online because you're saving much, much more. But, you know, I do understand why, you know, how people can't always get out to the stores. So there is the online sale. Uh, the Limit Suit is also having a sale. And, then you can, and if you shop now, you can get 40% off of full-price items in the store and online. Um, and you can also get an additional 50% off of markdowns in store and online. You just need to use code LONG, uh, well, I'm sorry, L-O-N-G-W-K-N-D um, if you're shopping online. And you need to hurry up and shop because today is the last day. Hyperline.com is having a sale um, through tomorrow. And um, it's a denim sale, and you can save 25% off of all denim. Plus, you can save an additional 40% off of denim that's on sale. So denim that's already marked down code DENIM at checkout. Bloomingdale's is having a five-day weekend sale, and they do this periodically um, just to, I guess, get rid of some things. And, of course, you know, people are trying to move out stuff for the winter, uh, from the winter and, and move in stuff for the summer. So you'll find a lot of deals. Um, I went shopping this weekend, and I think the loft will get to that sale, but I went shopping this weekend. They had a lot of great deals in the stores. But, pipe, uh, but um, Bloomingdale's um, if you shop their five-day weekend, weekend sale, which is today, um, you can save 20 to 65% off of your purchase. Plus, you can get an extra 15% off of your purchase um, if, if you're using code 5-day sale online. Uh, Saks Avenue Office, which is their outlet store, is um, having a warm-up sale, warm-up to winter sale, and um, you can save 25 to 50% off of your purchase for a total savings of 70%. Uh, today is the last day to shop shoes.com during their mystery sale. Um, this is like the sort of fun sale. Basically what they're going to ask you to do is click a button. And um, once you click that button, you can, you'll can you see whether or not you can save. You're going to be saving either 15 20 25 or 30% off of your purchase. So um, that's why they call it their mystery sale because you don't know what you're going to be, use, what you're going to be getting. And just remember that Shoes.com is an online-owned store, so, um, you know, you can take advantage of it. I usually try to log off to different computers to see if they're going to give me anything higher than the, you know, the lowest uh, percentage off. <laughs> I log off, I log back on, I log off, I log back on. And so I'm happy with what my savings will be. That's just me. <laughs> I'm just like that. As, you know, if you have just everybody doesn't have that kind of time in their hands, but that's what I do. Uh, today is the last day to shop Gap. Um, during your weekend sale and save up to 60% on your purchase. 
And um, one, um, one of my favorite stores is going out of business across the country. This is Lowman's. I meant to tell you about this last week, but it completely slipped my mind. Um, Lowman's is going out of business, and I'm not sure if you guys know. It's right in line with uh, Family's Basement, which is also out of business. Um, but they basically discounted a lot of designer goods. Um, and now they are uh, going out of business across the country. So everything must go. Um, as a result, they're, you know, of course, they're having a liquidation sale, and now their items are up to 40% off because they've up to 40% off of your purchase. Plus, you can get um, an extra uh, 10% off of your purchase if you're gold, if you have a gold or diamond membership. And that's just like a little membership that you have to pay for. I think it was like 25 or $30, and um, you got exclusive deals and, and things like that. Um, if you don't have one, most likely you're not going to be able to get one, and it's probably not going to be beneficial for you. Bought it now anyway, so I wouldn't recommend it. Um, the loft. I was at the loft this weekend, um, and this used to be Ann Taylor's loft. Now it's called the loft. They um, were having a sale, and you can get an extra 60% off of clearance prices. Um, I mean, they are really flashing prices, and they have a lot of great things to choose from, especially for the office if you're working in business casual environment, but even, you know, the day-to-day things. Um, you know, I found a nice little tuxedo jacket for, um, you know, city formal attire. It's, they, they had a lot of great things on sale. Um, but if you shop there now, you can get uh, 60% off, an extra 60% off of sale items, which is pretty much unheard of nowadays because they mark it down, and then they're giving you an extra 60% off of whatever the sale price is. And if you, you know, if you find something with full price, they're giving you an extra, they're giving you forty percent off full price items. So it's pretty much a win win for everyone. Um the loft and of course the shoppers you. Um and last but not least, uh today's the last day to shop Banana Republic and save forty percent off of your purchase. So they are um basically giving forty percent off of everything in the store. That includes uh, markdown items, clearance items. So if you're shopping online, you, you just need to use code BRSABE40. And that's pretty much Banana Republic Save Zero. So BRSAVE40. Okay, and they can find all that on budgetshopaholic.com, correct? Sure, they can. Yes, they can. And there's a link on our Facebook page for that. This person is always we appreciate you for making us look good for a good party. So that would go week, okay? <laughs> Hi, you too. Good night, Ms. Park. All right. Hi. We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll come back with the tankers. Right back after this. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to. The Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that, well, I want to announce to everyone that the EOTM Awards, the second annual EOTM Awards, uh, the Commissions to be nominated are begin on January 22nd. You can go to EOTMAwards.com for more information. But the show is going to take place 
uh, November 2nd this year. So I know last year the Stephen Knight Show was nominated. I was actually nominated as an artist. So definitely get your nom- nominations in and go to EOTMAwards.com for more information on that. All right. Now let's switch gears real quick. Let's see. Thicker, thicker Than Water documents the Tinker family who all live in the Nashville suburbs and what they call the Tinker Palace. Since November of last year, the Tankers have allowed cameras in their home and millions of viewers to get a glimpse of their lifestyle. The family consists of former professional basketball player, musician turned pastor, Ben Tanker, his wife, First Lady Jewel Tanker, and they have a blended family of five children, Marcus, Brooklyn, Brittany, Benji, Sarene, and then the two daughter-in-laws, Letitia and Shanira, and one grandchild, Diamond, who is Brooklyn's daughter. Pastor Ben and Mrs. Tanker donate their time as non-salary senior pastors of Destiny Center Church. Tonight, the cast joins us to discuss their experience thus far on their first season of Bravo TV, Stick in the Water. Now, I don't think we have all of them here right now, but right now we have Cyrene and uh, is it Diamond? No, I'm sorry, Brooklyn. Brooklyn and Cyrene, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, how are you? Yeah, how are you doing? Hey, how you doing, Cyrene? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. You know, I'm glad to have you on the show. Hopefully the rest of the family will call in. I'm a fan of the show. I'm a fan of the show, and, you know, I've, I've watched things that have gone on this season. Tell us about your experience. Uh, I'll start with you, Brooklyn, because I know you, you know, you, you have your, your hairline, and uh, you're working on a novel right now. Is that correct? Correct. It will be launching this year. Yeah, the detour of destiny. And that kind of, is that kind of chronological? Chronological, your, uh, you know, how you kind of went off track, as you say, but how that experience helped you into the way that you are now and, and, and the path you're in. Is that correct? Definitely. You're right on mark with that. It's just basically talking about my story and basically how God used what would have been, looked, you know, looked at as a tragedy to basically to be my victory and be my story. And it goes into the detail beyond the surface all about that. Okay, okay. And when is that coming out, do you know? I can't give you the exact day the the deal is on the table, but it will be released this year. Okay, well, we definitely look forward to that. So, mm-hmm. so for you, how has it been like having your life on on TV for, for millions of people to see each week? Um, You know, it's definitely been a growing experience for me. It's been a blessing. Um, You know, at first I was kind of hesitant and, you know, at the same time, I was really enthusiastic about the opportunity because, you know, I actually landed the deal for the show, and I just, you know, I just really felt like my family's story needed to be told. People needed to mm-hmm. see my family on television, and I felt like, um, you know, our transparency could help a lot of people out, and that's the result that we've gotten from the show. So I'm really happy that we made the decision to go ahead and go through with it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's already your daddy's little girl. You're the youngest of uh, of the children. Tell us, you know, because you did you graduate high school yet, or are you graduating this year? I graduate this year, actually, in a few months. Okay. Okay. Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. So I know we saw you go to prom. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, this year, this season. Tell us about how it is for to be in high school and be on TV. Um, well, actually, I'm homeschooled now. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I, but being in, high school, 
No, yeah, yeah. And uh, it wasn't to escape anything. It wasn't to get away from this, that, or the other, because I have a great group of friends already. Okay. It's a great support system. So it wasn't even like, oh, I'm scared to go to school. I'm scared, da, da, da. No, it was, it was really scheduling because our schedule was already heavy as it is. Yeah. And, you know, of course, having the show, you know, there's even – there's more added to that. So, but being in school and – um. You know, it's it's cool because I think it, it teaches you to have to manage your personal life as well as, mm-hmm. you know, still dealing with, you know, everyday issues and everyday problems. Because it's, it's not easy being a little, you know, a teenage girl and then having the world thinking that they know everything right. about you when, yeah. you know, yeah. no. <laughs> Do you find it to be the case that people, because they see you on TV every day or every uh, week, that they think they know you because of the, the – uh, 60 minutes that we get to see each week? Yeah. Um, I, you know, a lot of people definitely just think, oh, you know, and it is normal. Like, I, I even am guilty of it from watching, you know, other TV shows. Like, right, I, yeah. I understand. So now I'm definitely a lot more cautious about, you know, judging. Because it's, it's, nothing is really ever as it seems. <laughs> right, yeah, so yeah. It's just kind of like, um, it, it's okay. It's cool because, I mean, this this. Um, season has definitely helped me to develop tougher and thicker skin, um, mm-hmm. just from you know comments or whatever. But uh, right, other yeah. than that, it's been it's been an awesome experience, and I thank God for the opportunity. It's been a blast. That's great, great. And Brooklyn, I know that you and Benji, you all had your share of rivalry, uh, you know, this season. Is there a rivalry between you two? I know your brother and sister are You love each other, but what do you think about the what we see on TV? You know, I think that you have a lot of siblings that have rivalry, uh, have issues and different things like that. Um, Definitely being in front of a camera elevates that. So if somebody Uh got a little bit of an attitude Mm -hmm. with you in real life, they got a lot of an attitude with you on camera life. Exactly. (laughs) And so everything is, like, elevated to the max, and you never know how the camera is will change the dynamics of your relationship mm-hmm. with people, you know. And also, whereas you might not respond to something or the way a person thinks or says or acts towards you, if a camera's right there, you're more prone to respond. Yeah. You know, you yeah. feel like you have to defend yourself, you know. And um, but at the same time, it's like you want to stay true to yourself. And I just know me personally, I'm kind of like the I don't care dot com attitude. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't have time to entertain drama. You know, you know, get take your feelings, put them in your pocket. That's how person I am. I just you know, just keep it moving. But the cameras make you deal with issues. Like, yeah. you can't just walk away. They're like, no, we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about this. And and a lot of times that talking turns into something else. Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Talking or yelling and different things like that. And you have to try to find out how to filter through that and manage to still fight for your relationship once the cameras go off. Absolutely. You know, yeah, because I, because I would wonder if you get an argument on camera, and then when the camera go away, how do you how do you rebound from that? I mean, you just have to kind of like really have some real conversations. You like now look, 
you said this and you did this, and I just don't see, you know, how this is logical. I just need to understand why, like, you have to really try to fight um, for that relationship to have that conversation because it's real easy to try to, like, shut down and just be like, I'm not dealing with him or I'm not dealing with her bump them, but that's not reality because the reality is y'all have to still tape for the rest of the season. Yeah, exactly. So, so exactly. the reality is that's still your family member. So, you know, I think me personally, you know, I want to try to live like I feel like God wants me to live, and I feel like that's walking in love and trying to forgive. So at the end of the day, my goal is to walk in forgiveness and just be the best person that I can be and, you know, and hope that the other person does the same and that we're able to meet on that common ground, regardless of what our differences is. Hopefully we can meet on that common ground. Is there pressure, and sorry, Kansas, as well, is there pressure of being a, a pastor's kid, you know, on TV? Is there more pressure because you're on TV and you're expected to always, you know, walk the straight and narrow line, but, we're, you know, we're all humans who so make mistakes? Is there a, do you feel pressure from that? Uh, of uh, course. <laughs> because people yeah, judge, you I'm, know, people judge. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I would don't say pressure at all. You say you don't feel pressure, sorry? No, I think I think mom and dad actually do a good example of not really like, oh, you're a PK, you have to do this, you have to do that. If anything, it's society that expects yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's. That's what I was going to say, definitely. Well, that's I, what I was referring to because, you know, we do live in a, and like you, you spoke earlier about a society where you're on TV, you know, this is the reality TV has taken over. We have some great shows, including yours, but there's a lot of judging and a lot of, you know, look what they're doing, look what they're doing. So I'm talking about that pressure. Do you feel the pressure from our society that you have to be on your P's and Q's at all times? You know, you do feel the you do feel the pressure. The pressure is there, but it's mm-hmm. about how you deal with it. Like, I mean, you know, you, it's all type of different pressures. You know, and that's just another added pressure of life. So I feel right, like yeah. at the end of the at the end of the day, you have to have thick skin. So you can't allow that pressure to cause you to collapse. You know what I mean? Right. And, I mean, you know, for me, not so much. Like. I don't know, like, I don't, and I think it's a part of me, like, growing up as well. It's kind of like you don't know that there's pressure until you realize there's pressure, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, okay. It's like, it's like I don't feel, I'm, it's like I'm so, like, on me right now. I'm in such, like, a selfish season of my life, like, trying to get, like, my, my plans going and stuff. That it's mm-hmm. like the pressure that I'm getting is kind of coming from myself. Like, I'm not really doing this for anybody but myself and, like, God right now. Okay, okay. Well, I was going to ask you, because I've spoken to other reality stars, and I know, one, he was just very displeased with the way that he felt like, you know, the light he was shown on camera, uh, the editing that that takes place and whatnot. Have you been pretty pleased with how you all come off on camera? Sometimes, for the most part. I couldn't hear you clearly say that again. I'm sorry. I said, you know, I've spoken to other reality stars, and I know one in particular, he just did not like the way he was portrayed on the show. He didn't like the editing. He felt like they edited him to look a certain way. Are you pleased with the way you, you come off on the show? 
Um, I cannot say that I dislike a lot of what they actually showed, but I feel okay. like there were, you know, some missing pieces that they did not show. You understand right. what I'm okay. saying? Okay. Like, uh-huh. you know, yeah, for example, like, you know, what you saw is me. I never changed for the camera, so therefore what you see is what you get. But I think there's a surrounding pieces that always can connect the puzzle and show a picture more better in its entirety. Like, for example, my relationship with my daughter. My daughter is my everything, and, and when we're together, we are very affectionate towards one another, very loving. I think they showed a little bit of that, but just more so just showing our relationship. I think they could have did a, a slightly better job at that. Um, you know, it was some scenes, the way that they were portrayed, it almost made it look as if she was not, um, or, or uh, mm-hmm. maybe she was pushed off or something, and that was totally not the case. Some of the timing was off on some of the shooting and things like that. Yeah, but yeah. You know, too many details, but the bottom line is, you know, that's my pride and my joy, and so I, I think they could have did a better job of maybe painting that picture, um, you know, and and that's the main thing, but I can't say it's anything that they shouldn't have shown on there. Maybe a bad hair day, that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So tell us what happens, what goes on when the cameras are rolling, when when the camera crew is left for the taping for the day. What goes on after that? Um, I mean, pretty much we have a casting crew of about 20 people probably at our house. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people that it takes to put on this production because we have such a really big family, so it's a lot of different right, yeah. moving parts. I think it's fair enough to say it's peaceful chaos, you know, because the chaos becomes normal after a certain point. The first couple of days, it's just like, oh, my God, it's a sin. Right, yeah, but then yeah, yeah. the that, it's just like, no, this is our life. It's just another day because two, three months in, it just becomes normal, and you almost forget about the cameras at times. I was going to ask you, do you forget about the cameras? Because I, I know... This yes. Is the first season. You have, yeah, I forgot. Yes, you do. It's like after a while, it just it just kind of you just start doing you. Like it's honestly, it wasn't even weird for me because like the body count in our ha- in our house is so high. Yeah. Like, all the yeah. Time. Okay. And okay. so it's like just imagine those people with cameras, and it's just like you just start doing you. Like <laughs> you just. So are you are you more guarded initially, and then as you know, as you get more into shoot, it's like it, it's whatever. At that point. To be real, I don't like I'm work I <laughs> on the show it definitely showed me I think having a lot more of a filter than I actually do just because of <laughs> editing. But like really mm-hmm. I would say anything and like my parents are the ones who are like, Okay, um Cyrene, Brooklyn, just be aware that you have a mic on or even the even the mic guys, okay, be aware that your mic is on. Um Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's exactly. honestly I'm going to say how, what I feel. So. Right, 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 right. Well, let's talk about some of the uh, – there has been some negative feedback. Uh, and I, I, I wanted to talk to your dad and your mom about that, uh, but about a lot of the, you know, prosperity, uh, preaching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know your dad set you, set you all down. He wouldn't know what's your plan to become a millionaire. One thing mm-hmm. that I did find out, though, in doing the research is that his he, he doesn't get paid from the church. So let's make that clear. He's not salary from church. Neither is, is your mother. What do you want to say to the critics who, you know, are in a sense judging you because of the money dialogue, the frequent money dialogue? What do I want to say to the critics? I mean, honestly, it's, I mean, people, people, no, no matter what, people are going to judge you. Um, yeah. Just because, like, even if 
they knew. Like, let's say some people do find out that we don't have, that, um, you know, they are volunteer pastors, but it still mm-hmm. bothers them that they're successful pastors. So, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just like, I think the whole old religious church um, mindset is you're supposed to be broke. Like, you're not supposed to enjoy life. You're always supposed to be on the edge and, you know, praying to God for your breakthrough. But, like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, right, yeah. God, God has called us. I mean, no such thing. Well, he was told from those who live righteous lives. And, I mean, we are people after God's own heart, so I don't see the problem when, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z and all these other people have all this money, and that's attractive. My thing is I, I think of it as a marketing strategy. Uh, you why are you interested in Beyonce? I mean, she's fabulous. So let's give people like let's give people an introduction to Christianity. Like you're you're gonna look into us because you know you're seeing something different. But then once you get past what we have, once you get past our flaws, this that and the other, you'll just see that we're people who love God who are trying to get it together. So Absolutely. it's like if you can't accept that, that, then I really can't fight you. Brooklyn, you have anything you want to say add to that? Um, I think it boils down to three things. I think it boils down to religion, racism, and being unrealistic. Those three things. Because those are the people who are complaining, the people who are religious, and they're caught up in the old school. The the more poor you are, the more impoverished you are, the closer you are to God. You know, Mm -hmm. and some people just don't believe black folks are supposed to have anything. They think we just supposed to be taught. (laughs) <laughs> then you right, have yeah. some people that you think, oh, okay, you know, you're a Christian, you're a man of God, you know, oh, he must be getting money from the church. It's just that's just not realistic. You have to also look at the fact that he's contributed 25 years to the gospel music industry and made an entire mm-hmm. impact yeah. and created his own genre of music. So I think he deserves that. I don't think that should be taken away from him simply because he's a pastor. Anybody who has had as many platinum and gold produced albums as he has right. deserves uh-huh. to live in the home with the square footage that we have. And I don't think that should be an, um, an apologetic position. And I think that right. anyone who has a problem with it should kick rocks, and that's pretty much my perspective on it. <laughs> And let me just you didn't the question your dad's music career. They call it the gospel the godfather of gospel jazz music. Uh, you know, he is the genre's best selling artist producer of all time. So, you know, he has a lot of gold records, a lot of accolades, so you know, he's earned his money. So let's give let me make sure that's clear because I did not know that prior to researching the show. Now uh, yeah. Benji Benji and uh, Shanara just uh called in. How are you all doing? Oh, we're doing good. Uh, how are you? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. And congratulations on uh, the the official. Well, I guess you already were married, but the the actual ceremony. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. It was it was, a, it was a wonderful wedding. Yeah, it was. It was very nice. Very nice. Anything that we missed uh, that wasn't on TV? Uh, no, I mean we had more fun. <laughs> no, I mean I played. No, I mean it was more entertainment mm-hmm. than they actually showed. I mean, but you okay. know it's. Been it's entertainment, so that they gotta make it make it look good. But yeah, I, I think we had a lot of more fun. We party late, and everybody was on time. <laughs> hey, that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. So uh, we're just talking about the experience on the show this this uh, season, first season. Tell us about you know as a married couple, young married couple, your experience on on uh, picking the water. Um. To brought us closer, you definitely have to have each other's back. Um, oh, okay. 
because a lot of people, you know, you get criticized by social media and everything like mm-hmm. that. So just definitely uh, you become each other's backbones. I mean, if you already weren't, you are going to become it then. So, right, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it just brings you closer. You find out new things about each other that you never knew, even though you live with them every day. I mean, it's just something about being in being in the public eye that, you know, it exposes a lot. So you mm-hmm. can learn about yourself as well as the person that you're living with. What about you, Benji? Man, she said it all. So I was wondering because I was having a conversation, uh, you know, about people being so judgmental and especially on social media, I mean, they go hard, you know, and people, they don't even know. How are you able to deal with negative criticism uh, when when you see it like that? Is that how we deal with it? Yeah. Uh, you don't know, look at it? You know, yeah, you, you can't look at it because, I mean, because the first thing, why you look at it? You know, why are you looking mm-hmm. at it? You know, I just feel like you, you know, you know, uh, one thing we have learned from our parents, the people who don't like stuff are going to talk and tweet, and people that do are going to sit back and just watch and enjoy. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, at all at all four or 500 tweets that was hateful, you know, you still get viewership of, of like over 2 million, you know. So it, right, it, it yeah. don't add up. You know, you, you can't you, you can't find my social media, I say. You know, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and really, I just learned just to you know, you know, the, the social media don't define me. For forty-five minutes don't define me. You don't know me after forty-five minutes. You know, right. you know a part exactly. of my life uh, of how they w- wanted wanted you to see my life. But you know, forty-five minutes. You know, it's a lot more to binge. So that's why we get more seasons, so y'all can see us grow and really see what we do. And me and Brooklyn, we love each other. We working together, but you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, it's reality TV. I was going to ask, I was going to ask about, because I Brooklyn spoke on earlier about, you know, the kind of rival, rivalry that you all have, which all siblings have, you know, in some form. How would you describe uh, you and Brooklyn's relationship? Me and Brooklyn really do love each other. Like, people understand we really love each other. We just, like, we just two alike. I'm a hustler, mm-hmm. she a hustler, I'm a baller, she trying to be a baller. And, you know, it's just like, it's like we well, all... Well, she bought that car, though. She did buy that car when she wrecked the other uh, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, it's, no, I mean, it's just me and Brooklyn, it got a competition of who's going to be a millionaire first. You know, me and her mm-hmm. going head-to-head, like, you know. But Brittany and Irene are coming, but me and Brooklyn, we in overdrive Trying to beat each other, you know. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, we love each other. We got some brother, and you know, we do what everybody else do. You know, it's normal. Right. It's just some stuff. Yeah. Only back to fight they fight they sisters. We don't do all that fighting. Right, right, yeah. Leave it at that. Let me. I'm gonna go through all four of you on. You tell tell me your your uh, favorite moment from this season. Uh, and I'll start with with you, uh, Brooklyn. What's your favorite moment from this season? <laughs> and we got to see. Brooklyn. Hello? Yes. Hello? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's Brooklyn. He asked, what was your favorite, your best moment of this season? 
My favorite moment of the season? Yeah. Um, of course I'm going to say my hair show, right? Oh, duh. <laughs> I mean, what else could I say, possibly? <laughs> um, no, that was like my favorite moment that was my favorite moment, basically, because, you know, I had put so much work into that, and it came from a genuine place in my heart as far as my ambitions and my passion for the hair industry. And to see part of my dream come to the past, you know, you guys got to see a few little, like, measly minutes of my show. Right, yeah, really yeah. see the entire thing, but, I mean, oh, God, if you had been there, I mean, it was really like a New York Broadway production, I mean, it was just really over wow. the top, and it, it was just a glimpse into my future, you know, it was like, what, between five and 100,000 people there, and, wow. you know, I'm, I'm excited because now I'm doing an actual hair show tour that's looking at going international, just got contacted by an international company, they're a big player in the hair industry, and and now they're wanting to partner with my brand. And so God is opening so many more doors just from that hair show. I mm-hmm. definitely have to say that's my favorite part of the season. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Well, I have many favorite parts of the season, to be real. Uh, Of course, I love the wedding because I love weddings. Um, <laughs> they're adorable. <laughs> and then I love the- I love Brooklyn Chair Show. That was really an awesome um, moment and a special moment for her and I, I think, as well. And, uh, yeah, I'd have to say that's about it. Hey, Sarene, okay. one more part. When we, I think when you apologized to me at the hair show, too, that was, like, one of my favorite parts, though, because you slick broke me down. I was done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing that to a lot, a lot to each other lately, huh? <laughs> yeah, basically. What about you, Shalana? Um, I would have to oh, say you, the wedding. Um, the wedding, yeah. And, Beautiful wedding, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I mean, I'm sure there was more moments, but I really can't think of any at the moment right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Jewel's on the air, by the way. Oh, she's on. Great. Great, great. Mrs. Shaker, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm, I'm honored to have you on the show and to have your family on the show. You know, I, I was telling them at the top, uh, top of the hour that I'm a fan of the show. I'm a fan of the show. I watch the show faithfully. I have it on my TV. When I miss it, I go back and watch it. So, you know, tell, me, tell us about your experience on the show thus far. Um, it's definitely been a real, real blessing. Uh, our family has definitely gotten closer as mm-hmm. a result of it. We went triple time in family meetings. As a mother, I was real, real, real um, protective of all my children, making sure that they didn't begin to get sucked into, you know, just that whole reality TV drama right, yeah. and uh-huh. all that craziness. And so it was real important for Ben and I both to make sure that everybody really loved each other, even though we get on each other's nerves, you know, <laughs> to walk through those things. So I think that was a big piece, a real big piece for me that everybody stayed emotionally and spiritually in place. And then also just, you know, um, pushing each other to be okay uh, with being transparent and being vulnerable because it takes a lot of courage to be yeah, vulnerable. It does. And, it and does. you almost get naked, you know, before the yeah. public. You're dealing with these things privately, not everybody know. And so really uh, making sure we didn't find our identity in Twitter timeline or Facebook because it did have right. a few occasions where we had to just pull back, you know, and say, right, yeah. Christ. So, 
I think those are some of the highlights of the show for me. So I know that you and your sisters, you know, it was documented, you know, on the show that you all had to work through some, some of the challenges that you faced. What is what is the relationship with with you and, and your two sisters? Ooh, God. Ooh, you have the juice. You are the juice. You are the juice. Me and Janetta um, are definitely very close. Janice, mm-hmm. we are still really just believing God for her. I think that um, I think that the whole um, TV piece, I think it was a big right. mess for her. Okay. And I think which caused her to kind of lash out at me. And so what I did is say, hey, okay, let me take responsibility for what I need to take responsibility for. Let me just take responsibility for everything. Let me not even try to decipher. Yeah. Let me just take responsibility for it. And just tell her I love her. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'll call, I'll text periodically. Sometimes she'll call back, sometimes she won't. But uh, we're pretty committed to loving her through, um, you know, loving her through it. I think she just realized we were all imperfect. I don't know. I'm not real sure what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, I, I asked that, I'm sorry, you're broken, uh, but I wanted to hear it from you and your husband. You know, there has been a little, uh, back, well, some backlash about, you know, the financial aspect um, you know, prosperity preaching and, you know, um, Mr. Ben sitting down with children trying to figure out how to come up, become millionaires. What do you say to the uh, the critics when it comes to you all finances and, and, and that type of conversation? I, I would tell them, first of all, we free. We free. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We free at last. So Absolutely. It's okay for African Americans to have money. I mean, we did not right. get our money from the church at all. Exactly. I mean, our church, uh-huh. we only have like a couple of hundred people. We don't have this big mega ministry. My husband mm-hmm. has 15 gold albums, six platinum right. albums. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've done seven figures in network marketing. I have a very strong and prosperous um, financial services business. I mean, we are very diligent. You know, my husband's right, been in yeah. the music industry for 25 years, so he should have yep. a little something, something. So right. you know, we got to get our money from the church, and our lifestyle was this way before the church. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so far, well, will, that, will that be a season two? You know, we can't tell that, but uh, okay. I'll say he's okay. watching. <laughs> <laughs> and, and tell us, uh, I guess I'll go to everyone that's on the line, just tell us what's next for you, what to look out for, and if you're – Tweeting or, or, or where, where we should uh, follow you. I'll start with you, Ms. Jewel. Okay, so basically um, I just started recently writing a finance and business column for Jet Magazine, so that's been a real oh, wow. thing. Um, oh, yeah. Elevate 8 picked up some things on me, which is a part of TV1 on some financial things. Uh, my Millionaire's Book Club is coming up. I'll be launching that with the ladies the first Monday of every month in March, uh, starting okay. in March. We'll be doing that for two hours. Ladies can go online and um, to register for that class. Again, it's a six-month class for one hour a month. And then my financial services uh, radio show called Where's My Money? And so I'm kind of like the black Susie Orman and, okay. and particularly talking to Pookie and them about getting their money together <laughs> and saving and investing. And, you know, we are not destined to be in debt. Um, and so, well, yeah. you know, talking to them about that. So those are some of the things that I have going on, and you know, pushing my children to continue to be the best that they can be. And you know, Absolutely. I'm I'm real big on telling them staying away from drinking and getting high and all that foolishness. Don't be a follower, be a leader. 
learn how to yeah. manage uh, pressure with the Word of God. So those are kind of some of the things we got going on. And okay. I'm on Twitter, so, yes, absolutely. And where can we tweet you? Huh? Where can we tweet you? It's at Jewel Tanker. At Jewel Tanker, okay. And uh, Benji, what's next for Benji? Sorry. What's next for you, Benji? Uh, man, what's next for me? Uh, DJing. I'm right now. I am in the process of uh, getting a job at a radio station, and okay. uh, really just me and Shania are writing a book, and I'm just really t- trying to get my DJing just really going. I'm trying to do more corporate events this year. This is 2014. Uh, like the clubs are cool, but I'm trying to do like uh, big time clothing stores, festivals, and more stuff like that because that's to me that's where it really matters. Okay, Shanara. Um, like Ben said, um, we do have our we're working on our book right now. Um, I'm mm-hmm. going to be coming out with um a library line. Um, I oh, really, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really into fashion, but I really have, um, I just decided to go that way because I've just always liked that and designing it. So that's what I'm really pushing right now, and be on the lookout for that. All right. Hey, um, well, you can expect to see me on the platform for our Brother Brothers coming up in February in Atlanta. Um, really excited about that opportunity. I'm doing a hair show tour and a pop-up shop tour right now, so taking more dates to add to the tour right now. Um, also, um, my book, Before to Destiny, will be released this year. That deal's on the table. Really excited about telling my story. Um, there's a lot of great things going on. I'll be expanding my hairline into hair products, so I have an Argan Oil Base hairline product that will be launched this year as well to complement that so ladies can have products to take care of their hair with. Um, just a lot of different things. I'm really excited, and if you need to find me, you can always go to brooklyntanker.com, and my Instagram is at queenbrooklyn. My Twitter is at queen underscore brooklyn, and I'm always willing to talk to my fans. All right. It's all right. Um, well, of course, college. I'm going to Howard University. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, as well as uh, – I'm going to be pushing out a new single, actually, and within the next couple of months. I should be out this okay. year. Okay. Uh, I also have my own nail polish line, Cyrene Levette Lacquers. And that mm. will be out. That's actually out on pre-order right now. And then um, I will also be, I'm also modeling, and I will be acting as well and working on some campaigns as well as starting my own online consignment shop. Wow. Well, it sounds like y'all are doing big things and making big money. I'm going to look at Miss Jewel's uh, about making the money. I'm going to look at her uh, webinar of her show, or this is a radio show. But listen, I want to thank you all for taking the time and, and all congratulations. I saw you on the Stellar Award. Congratulations on that. And I wish you all nothing but the best. And I'm counting, I'm putting it out there right now for season two. So we'll be looking out for you, okay? Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you, have a great you one. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. All right. Let's take a quick commercial break. Break with that with Stephen's playlist. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM 
Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Now it's time to go on to see the segment. As you know, we receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured during the segment. We simply select artists to put on our playlist, and tonight we feature independent and major artists, including Justin Aries, who was on last week, J. Cole, featuring TLC, and many more. And if you're interested in being featured, please email us at the Stephen Knight Show at gmail.com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. And please remember that all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. And we definitely look forward to hearing from you. Now, the first song is from Justin Aries, entitled If I. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist. Go with this again, yeah. I'm hoping that this time ain't like my last time. You say it ain't the, it ain't the same thing, but I heard it all before. Inside I'm needing more. Still I got so caught up inside what we had. So caught up in this love like that, yeah. Maybe I'm just a sucker for this love, love, this love, love, but if I give my heart to you, if I give my soul to you, I hope that this will last more than forever. Oh, if I give my heart to you, if I give my Say I walked the past so many times before I'm addicted to this pain in my veins I want more So I lost inside of madness The same drugs over and over again I need to break this, break this habit Because I'm showing out on attraction And we both know what will happen Love doesn't come with drugs Make it feel good, 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 make it fe
been drinking, I've been drinking. I get filthy when that liquor get up on me. I've been thinking, I've been thinking. Why can't I keep my fingers off it, baby? I want you. Like an animal with these cameras all in my grill Flashing lights, flashing lights You got me pity, 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 baby I want you, Anna Can't keep your eyes off my pity, daddy I want you, Anna Drunk in love I want you We woke up in the kitchen saying hi
Perfect, but we worth the picture still. I got smart, I got rich, and I got still. And they all look like my eyebrows, sick as hell. Love yourself, girl, or nobody will. Though you a woman, I don't know how you deal. With all the pressure to look impressive and go out in heels, I feel for you. Killing yourself to find a man that'll kill for you. You wake up, put makeup on, stare in the mirror, but it's clear that you can't face what's wrong. No need to fix what God already put his paintbrush on. Your roommate yelling, why you gotta take so long? What it's like to have a crooked smile. Cause you're insecure And when I tell you that you're beautiful You can't be sure Cause he don't seem to want you back And it's got you asking So all you see is what you lack And not what you packing Take it from a man that loves what you got Hey baby girl you a star Don't let him tell you you're not Now is it real? Eyebrows, fingernails, hair Is it real? If it's not girl you don't care Cause what's real Is something that the eyes can't see That the hands can't touch That them bras can't be And that's you Never let them see your friend And if you need a friend to pick you up, I'll be around And we can ride with the windows down The music loud, I can tell you ain't laughed in a while But I wanna see that cookie smile I'm away, I'm away, I'm away Perfect beauty queens, but we got dreams and we got the right to chase them. Look at the nation, after crooked smile, braces couldn't even straighten. Seem like half the race is either on probation or in jail. Wonder why we inhale, cause we inhale already. I ask if my skin pale, would I then sell like Eminem or Dale? Well, one more time for the veil, and call it that beast. Let's make a meal Hey officer, man, we don't want nobody getting killed Just open up that cell Let my brother out of jail I got money for the bill now And well now If you're asking what I tell now Hey, hell nah I ain't switching cause Man, they get a stitches now If you was around and you wouldn't need a witness now How you like this crooked smile? I'm away, I'm away, I'm away and that was Steven's uh, playlist. I want to thank our special guest, the Taker family, for being on tonight. We appreciated their interview and their honesty. Uh, and for you, for listening at home, I definitely appreciate it. We're back next week. Next week, we're getting fit, y'all. The summer, summer is coming up. we got to get right. So join us next week for that. Have a great week. God bless. Everything gon' be alright. Everyone get there.
Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.